This is your guide to book publishing. Everything you want to know but didn't know what to ask with your host, Dr. Judith Bryles. On the show today, you'll find out where book publishing is going and how to take advantage of it. How to identify and avoid publishing predators. What opportunities are emerging as the book trade evolves in new forms. How to avoid losing money and much, much more. Join us now as a variety of publishing pros will deliver insights and strategies to take the author to the next, next level of publishing. It's your guide to book publishing. Everything you want to know but didn't know what to ask. Brought to you by Author You and The Book Shepherd. And now, here's your host, Dr. Judith Bryles. Well, once again, we have back-to-back the fabulous Annie Harmon, who delivered an awesome, awesome program talking about just simple, this thing called branding and how essential and and crucial, really crucial is really a critical world of everything that you do dealing with your websites, dealing with your, uh, whether you tweet, whether you Facebook, whether you Pinterest, whether you Instagram, whether you fill in the blank, whether you have flyers, whether you have brochures, whether you have uh, bookmarks, and any other gizmos and gadgets that you're going to come along to support you, your expertise, and your book, and any other products that might evolve or develop. So we wanted to take it another level because both Annie and I felt that, gee, there is more to this. A little bit about Annie. She is the CEO, the creative brains, um, maybe the creativity chief officer. How's that sound, Annie? I did too. In fact, I just added that to my um, LinkedIn profile. What do you think of that? Oh, yeah. So. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> that makes it official. <laughs> the creativity chief officer of the Bookshepherd. Anyway, that of uh, Harmony D. So you can find it at H-A-R-M-O-N-Y, D as in David, dot com. And uh, she does design work from, she does websites, she does, she was really the the creative genius behind much of what the Denver Broncos uh, delivered. And what, what I love about Annie is she takes the design to like to the next level. There's design, there's everyday design, but this is where we come to the next level where you go, ooh, ah, that's Annie Harmon. So Annie... Welcome back. Thanks, Judith. Thanks for having me back. I I love doing this, so thank you. Yeah, no, I do too. Actually, it was fun. You know, it's, some some of the guests we have, I smile throughout the whole, and I thought, okay, I got to pull more from them. I got to pull more from them. <laughs> I, we don't have to do that with Annie. All right, so we've got our creativity juices going. Um, we could. Why don't we just kiss on the the essentials of branding really quickly because we're going to lead into what we're doing is now the development and taking the next stage. So maybe just a couple of elements from what we did last week. Sure. Sure. So, um, you know, just kind of an overview of what we were talking about was just the importance of branding and starting from the beginning and really defining who you are as a business person, as an author, as a speaker, and getting to the root of not only who you are, but who you're targeting to reach. And that that specific exercise of understanding your target market 
is the most key element in your brand. Um, there's a lot of fun things that will kind of spiral out after that, but really understanding who you're trying to target will make a huge difference in how you um, position your voice, how you position your design aesthetic and look and feel, because you really want to market so that it's, it's representing who you are and it's appealing to who you'd like to um, invite into your brand as well. So we just, I mean, yeah, mm-hmm. there's so many, you know, pieces, but, you know, we just had such a great conversation about really just how, how branding really is, is the, the foundation of designing and distinguishing yourself from others. And, and that, I think that's the, the really in, the important thing um, to say. How do you distinguish yourself from others? How, how do you do, you know, if, if you're another, let's, let's just talk about branding. Everyone knows soda. If you're a, a, a new soda, how do you make yourself different from Pepsi and Coca-Cola? I mean, how do you? Mountain Dew and all the others. What do you do? So Yeah, I mean, it's, you know, the million-dollar question, and that's why, there's, you know, many, many people in the field of branding and marketing because, you know, to me and to others, it's, it's kind of like a puzzle. I mean, um, you know, you find little pieces that work and you put it together for what works for you personally. And I think that's why it's, it's fun and it, you know, it's, it's different for everybody because everybody brings different elements to the puzzle. Everybody, you know, is, is showing different things to their target audience. And so it's, it's ever evolving, ever changing, but it's such an important part of getting your message out there and how you get your message out there. Exactly. All right. So let's do a jump now. And I, I think we maybe we may, might have kissed on the one sheet, but we didn't really go into the full development. Annie did do my one sheet. All of you can go to the bookshepherd.com. And if you go to the speaking tab, um, it's there and you can download it. Um, I, I had designers when they saw this saying, I'm just going to copy this. This is perfect. <laughs> and when, I did, when we did the first one, and I said, I really think you should do your own design on it. I, I think that would be a good idea. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Joel, please. <laughs> but And then I wrote a whole detailed blog on it. When I do my speaking unplugged workshop, I actually go through because I think the one sheet – um, not only for the author, but also for the speaker. And those are two different elements um, on it that, mm-hmm. that you know, on mine, it says that I'm an author and I've got 37 books. And if you look closely, you can see them, you know, uh, the, the latest five or six or whatever stacked um, on top. But it's not about authoring. It's about consulting and speaking. Wouldn't you agree when we did ours? Absolutely. And I mean, something like with yours, you had so many amazing, um, both, you know, acclimates as well as, um, you know, different genres that you spoke about and different clientele that you could reach. And so I would say, you know, it's, it's also, you know, really picking kind of the best of the best because, I mean, you really have done some amazing things and it's, it's hard to pare that down for sure. Well, okay, so let's talk about the elements that go on this because what you, that was, that's huge. I got, oh, who in the heck I was 
into yeah. five lines, five and a half lines. And in that, yeah. it you have how many books I've written, how many awards. I think maybe I didn't, but it's now over 40 awards, books of one. But mm-hmm. I, I did say that it had been, now it's into 17 countries. We just picked up Vietnam on one of my books. Oh, so uh, um, that's So has a change coming, Annie. Um, but yep. <laughs> that, that, that I've spoken in, you know, uh, dozens of countries. Um, and, and one of the things that I want to tell all of you that, and that really is, I'll just call it what it is. It's a brag statement. And I think when you do these things, these one sheets, you've got to be prepared. This is not, this is not time for you to be shy. You can't be shy. But what we were able to do, and we had to work hard on it. We kept going back and back and back and back to get it down into one paragraph. My grumble about most one sheets I see, Annie, it's paragraph after paragraph after paragraph after paragraph after paragraph. Um, a, a stuff instead of boring, 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 boring. Um, yeah. That they make that mistake instead of getting it really concise because... I, I see the one sheet as this brag statement, but also uh, it should be really attractive that it's it, it, it's like throwing out the fishing line and now you're you're cutting to reeling them in, um, and that's where exactly. the des- design comes into play. Did I get that right? Yes, exactly. And I mean, even just to kind of take a step backwards, you know, I think it's important to just look at the one sheet as a whole and what the intention of it is, and um, you know, that I consider it, it can be so many different things for somebody's business. It can be, um, it can demonstrate your business overview or, you know, like with speakers or authors, just who you are. Um, and, you know, the, the thing is, is it, it also can serve as a way to email out, you know, it's like a digital brochure. Um, it's really summarizing both what you do, it's, I like to think of the who, what, where, why, when kind of thing, but it's without the, mm-hmm. you know, couple things. <laughs> but ultimately, yeah. I mean, if you were to give it, somebody would understand in one page who you are, why you're an expert in the matter, and why somebody would be of interest to it. And so just to really understand the purpose of it first, I think, is important so that somebody can step back and look at them, okay, when I'm putting this on there, is this relevant considering what I'm trying to do here? And it should be both. Relevant. (laughs) That would be really important. I think it's also important to understand that um, when I look at a lot of stuff, it, it, it contemporary is the word I use a lot, but that that means mm-hmm. cur- you know for me it's current. Um, it's it's it it's you're with it, you get it. Uh, that it doesn't look like it's from yesteryear, unless you're writing about nostalgia, unless you're that kind of character. I mean that's that's kind of where I go from. But anyway, the one sheet. So we're we're coming yep. up to our first our first break, but so it, it starts with I guess Annie. Here's the question, and I want you maybe you want, I want you to noodle about this, um, and and we'll hit on it when we come back. Um, what are what are the things that you want 
an author to turn over to you? What do you, what do they need to have you in writing? What kind of images should be they sharing? What kind of uh, uh, testimonials, uh, etc. Should they be bringing together? And is there a number count? Is it is this the more the merrier, or just narrow it down um, in that area? And that will I think help you start putting it together, and maybe some places where they want to look for some sampling. With that. Annie Harmon is with me. She is the CEO of HarmonyD.com, and we're going to be talking about how to market your branding to the next level. This is your guide to book publishing. Everything you want to know but didn't know what to ask with your host, Dr. Judith Bryles. And we'll be right back with more great information right after these. Is there a book in you or another? Author You shows you how to create, develop, and publish your book without being hoodwinked. If you already have a book out, you will find a supportive and brainstorming community that is connected and creative no matter where you live. Author U brings in national experts for its book camps and annual Author U extravaganza. It has regular meetings and delivers webinars for its members on timely topics. Through Author U's extensive network, members enjoy exclusive benefits, including significant discounts for a variety of services necessary to publishing. Author U is the premier authoring resource in the country, creating community, education, guidance, vision, and success for the serious author. If you want to create a book that has pizzazz, punch, and panache, Author U is for you. Timely author and publishing tips and articles are posted on its social media platforms, and it is free. Discover Author U, where authors go to become seriously successful. Join Author U today at AuthorU.org. Are you confused about publishing options? Do you know which printing option is best for your book? Does your stomach flip when you think about selling books? Or do you feel overwhelmed with what to do about book marketing and publicity? Get the answers and much more. Get them and from someone who knows publishing inside and out from both the traditional and independent sides how to make a successful book. You can't do it alone without paying the price. You can spend your money creating a book that turns out to be so-so, or you can create a book that looks and feels classy, builds your brand and platform, and is a success, a bestseller. It is your choice. You choose. If you want author and publishing success, you want Judith Bryles as your book coach. Sign up for her weekly blogs and e-zine at thebookshepherd.com. Welcome back to your guide to book publishing. Everything you want to know but didn't know what to ask. If you want to write and publish a book, if you want to be successful as an author, your guide to book publishing, everything you want to know but didn't know what to ask, is for you. Stay tuned and you'll hear about statistics, scenarios, and strategies on what to do now to get you published. So let's get back to the show. And here again is your host, Dr. Judith Bryles. All right, we are talking about 
going the next level. So let's say you know what your brand is. You got it. Um, and branding, I remember one time, and Annie, I'd love to have your comments here. I got into a friendly disagreement on um he said oh no branding isn't colors it's it's not it's got to be written words and that and i said really really i always think when people ask you know everyone knows what my favorite color is favorite two colors are that is always purple. included in my branding yeah yeah purple i love purple <laughs> I have I have loved purple since I can remember that purple became into my uh, into my realm of seeing that color when I was a little kid and that was my color from yep. from the get go and so but I find it amazing that uh, there's all kinds of elements that come into that creating that brand but people will argue with it so you know I'm assuming you know what your color is first thing I tell my clients when they're building their website or thinking about it what are your favorite colors. Have you gone out and looked at other ones? What's out there? You know, where we're, where we're doing cover design, what are your favorite colors? Do we need to always have them in there? Um, and that kind of thing. I mean, I start there because I think that's part of who they are. So, yeah, it's interesting because, you know, there's, I think there's a fine balance between definitely capturing the color that represents who you are. But also, there's just a lot of psychology and research that goes into colors and their meanings. And so, um, you know, when you're considering your brand and, you know, let's say, you know, you're a very warm and compassionate and, um, you know, you, you're a very grounded person, if your favorite color was red, I would actually have a conversation with you about how that may not be a representation of what you're trying to portray. So there's a lot of connection with colors based on their meaning. And, um, you know, there's, you know, color in itself is a fascinating topic. Um, but yeah, I mean, definitely starting with what you're drawn to, but also then considering how that resonates with, you know, who you're trying to, to capture in your, in your marketing. Okay, so we're talking one sheets here. And I left you as we went to our first break to think, okay, what do you want an author or anyone listening to this podcast uh, to make sure that they have put all together so that you can start your your side of the work? Sure. So, um, you know, I start with there's, you know, a couple of main elements that I would always you know, talk to somebody about that would be kind of that initial conversation of what to provide me for the design. So the first is who that person is. So if there's a logo, if you go by a specific name, if you have a tagline, um, and then if you have a bio, um, thinking about it as kind of an elevator um, pitch bio. So um, yeah. when we were talking about your you know, when you're talking about really um, brag, your bragging points, this is your moment in a couple of sentences. You know, if we were to give a word count based on, you know, what other information we're going to put on there, we'll, you know, give a specific count. But ultimately, in a couple of sentences, sum up everything that you've done and how that makes you an amazing expert in your field. And I'll use the word expert a couple times because really when it comes to um, marketing yourself, marketing your book, marketing any, if you're a speaker, 
you really have to establish that you are an expert. And there's a lot of people that are self-made experts, but, you know, you really have to to sell that to somebody because people are drawn to the the confidence that you know exactly what you're talking about. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I, yeah, I have always said that it, unless you are uh, appealing to the academic or it could be the clinical side, you don't need your pedigree of, of alphabet soup degrees in this, this sentence um, on there. Uh, and I think that you have to be very careful because I, anyone who I see comes from the financial area or the insurance area, oh, my gosh, they have so much alphabet soup. Uh, in, <laughs> it, it is just, and when I'm talking, I'm talking about degrees and, and you know, yep. I, uh, I have an MBA and a DBA, both a master's and doctorate in business administration. I don't, you don't see those initials out behind me. And I've always said this, Annie, it, it, you know, I don't care if you have an MBA or PhD, you just have to be G-O-O-D. So that, yep. the, that's the degree <laughs> and that ties into what you're talking about with the expertise. Of, yeah. of what, you know, what, what brings, what's your claim to fame, people? In other words, what brings your claim to fame to that? Yeah. And, and, and then the other thing was Andy's talking about when she said a couple of sentences, get it down to a, a couple of sentences, cause I had more and it took us to narrow, 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 narrow. Um, and I'll never forget, I was watching a, a, an interview with Jerry Seinfeld and it really told, took, he said it took him far longer to get what you know the the perfect punchline for a joke that it is to to write a book sometimes mm. to to bring it I all together it. because it's that what Annie's talking about is this one sheet is your punch it's your punch out okay so bio what else do we need yeah so um the who is you know that first punch right there um the what comes next. And I like to consider that what you have accomplished. Um, so if you have won award, um, it's a great place to put award. Um, testimonials. Um, again, depending on space and depending on what an author or, um, you know, a speaker may have, you may really have a gazillion testimonials. And so, we would just need to look at what's best, you know, what are the best ones and also what are the short impactful ones? I mean, people don't want to read, a, you know, a page of a testimonial. Again, a sentence or two that just really gets to the point. Um, so I think the, the testimonials are, you know, you're, you're giving, you're showing what you accomplished through somebody else's words and people like to see that other people were, satisfied with what you did. Um, and the other thing for just kind of the what you have accomplished is examples of your book covers. So if you, if this is your one book cover and you're just starting, you know, that's going to be on there. Um, Judith, when we are making yours, yours really highlighted all of the different um, books that you've helped people create, as well as it put some of yours on there as well. And you have so many, we had to get creative, but I really think <laughs> when somebody sees a book or, you know, they actually see that you have a tangible finished product, um, that shows accomplishment. And then it's not just an idea. It's, 
a reality. And so I think that that goes under my what you have accomplished list because I think it's really important. Mm-hmm. And, and so what we did that for Annie, what she did for me is we did both visually so we had images. We remember uh, I, last week I talked about spines. You know, we had to go out and get all the spines when we came up with yeah. uh, her design concept uh, to insert in. So we had the images, but there also is there is the written content. There's the support. Because remember, you have people who are audio, people who are readers. You have people who are just show me the picture and I got it. So <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> show me. <laughs> exactly. So, okay, so to recap, so we have the kind of the who you are, Mm -hmm. we have what you've accomplished, and then um, the the biggest thing on there is how to connect with you, and there should be multiple ways to connect with you because um, this goes into kind of the broader topic of your presence on social media and your ability to reach people through multiple media medium medium. <laughs> so, um, you know, for, for Judith, for yours, you know, we have all sorts of social media. We have phone number, we have email, we have website. Um, but really that to me, those three things are the most important elements. And then depending on somebody's, you know, if they're at the beginning of their book career, they may have less. And so we may have to get creative on, you know, spacing and stuff. If they're in the middle and they just have so much information, to be honest, the challenge is going to be cutting that down into the most concise amount of information that serves the purpose without it being your whole life story. So we want to make it, this is your chance to brag, but then visually show how amazing you are and use this as a tool to market yourself um, like I said, in in all different kinds of ways you can use this. Oh yeah. Yeah, exactly. So this is um this the one sheet we're talking about is a tool. So I want to encourage all of you, because uh, the you know, authors are our market. And I think that speaking is I know, not think, I know that speaking is the number one way to sell books. That you probably should think, maybe I have two. I have one for speaking that reaffirms my expertise and my credentials, but I have one as an author that really gets out there um, and positions you. And then you can, you know, if that especially if you should be thinking of multiple books, dear listener, you should be. <laughs> and 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 there's no reason why you can't put you know covers to be even if you change them it just lets people know that you're not a one book pony which i think is really important um especially today that people want to invest in people who they're going to be around for a while that i really love this person i really like their words i really like their advice i really like fill in the blank that they are going to know there's more to come and you could just say coming, you know, for next year on it even. And that just shows you, you that I, I think the mistake, like Annie, we did, we, we've we done two now. Two years, we do an update each year. 
on ours mm-hmm. is that is that we come back and we fine tune. You you can fine tune. You can update numbers. You can add something else, um, and it may be just perfect, but it just means you go back to the party to check it over again. I think that's really important. All right, we're coming up to our next break here, and we've talked about the one sheet. So you've got the who, the what, how to connect. Very important. You don't be invisible. Um, and then with that, we will leap into other ideas to take your marketing to another level. This is your guide to book publishing. Everything you want to know but didn't know what to ask. With your host, Dr. Judith Bryles. And we'll be right back with more great information right after these. Discover the power of you and your book at the Judith Bryles Unplugged events. Each summer, Judith Bryles Book Marketing Unplugged unfolds over three intensive days working with just Judith. You get publishing strategies, author and book platforms, book marketing panache and pizzazz, and authoring tools to take you and your book to rock star success. In the fall and winter, Judith Bryles Speaking Unplugged includes Judith as your coach and mentor during two powerful days. You will learn how to structure a speech, how to create openings and closings, how to find gigs that pay you and sell your books, and you will get one-on-one coaching. Go to thebookshepherd.com and click on the Events tab to learn how to participate at the next Unplugged Workshop event. Congratulations on getting your book published. The effort you put into your work is truly commendable. But what's next? What will happen to all the knowledge you have worked so hard to acquire to produce your book? Here at Toginet Radio, we can provide you a platform to keep your knowledge working for you through the power of podcast. The subjects our podcasts cover are as varied as the grains of sand on a beach. From life coaching, to military resources, to business success, even to the paranormal. We have a place for everyone. To get started on your next step, call Scott at 903-787-5880 or email him at scott at toginetradio.com that's s-c-o-t-t at t-o-g-i-n-e-t r-a-d-i-o dot com Welcome back to your guide to book publishing everything you want to know but didn't know what to ask coming up you'll hear more about statistics scenarios and strategies on what to do now to get you published so let's get back to the show and here again is your host, Dr. Judith Bryles. All righty, promo stuff, little different things to do. I mean, during this time, you know, I I had it in my easing, Annie, that I came across this thing of, you know, nothing to do, bored, read my book. Mask, <laughs> and I thought, oh, I got to order that one. Got to order that one. <laughs> Put the picture. Amazing. So 
I mean, we are, we're not going to be in lockdown forever, but there are promo items that you should be thinking about and including. I got a, a picture that one of my authors with a children's book. It's about, uh, the book is called I Am Not a Weed. Sonia Wendt is the author. And it's really about being outcasted, uh, being excluded. It's about a little bit of bullying maybe could come into play. But it, it's, an, it's a sunflower that the gardener throws it all out because he considers it a weed. But that sunflower gave his wife great joy. She loved watching the little sunflowers come up. Then he didn't get it because he didn't plant in the garden. It was a weed. So the book, and so the book is written about that you know, how you can include and um, and be compassionate. And that as we, uh, uh, she said it to a, a mom who had ordered both her books for her little girl, the little girl, they were out at a farmer's market or something, and they got the thing of sunflowers. She made herself a little headband with sunflowers, and she had her mom take the picture and send it to the author. How cool is that? That's awesome. That is cool. But but here's now you're in, into your branding and your so an element an element from your cover or from your website or something. All of a sudden you can take it and run to it. So what can we do? Let's talk about that. Sure. So you know when we had kind of thought about what we wanted to name, you know, the promo segment. You had mentioned beyond the bookmark, and you know just thinking beyond just the. You know, it's easy to think a bookmark would be relevant for um, for an author to hand out. And I think there's still a purpose. I mean, I think it still serves a purpose. Um, it's not, you know, super expensive. Um, but I wanted to kind of look at the bookmark before we jump into some other things. Is just if you're, you know, if, if your funds aren't able to go beyond just kind of a paper good, like how you can transform that. So, if you had a book that is, you know, specific to um, events or sports, um, looking at it, that that becomes like an event ticket. Or um, if you had um, something with regard to um, math or science, that that bookmark would actually be um, a tool to then use later. So be if it had... Um, algorithms on there if it had numbers, but to just think about, you know, instead of just plopping the name of your book, contact me and just here you go to really give thought that these, this tool is to promote your, your uh, book, but it's also something that you want people to keep um, and not just throw away. And some of the other promo items that I've kind of, uh, I'll go over after that. They're the exact same thing. Just, to really think about these as being reusable and convenient. Um, and, you know, people don't want just crap laying around. If it's not going to be reusable, um, they're just going to throw it away. So we want to think of who your target audience is and what they're going to find usable um, and want to keep. So, um, you know, if we think then beyond that, um, some ideas that I had is different shape um, stress relievers. Um, sometimes they, you know, they just go to the kids, but, you know, there are some book shaped stress relievers and, you know, to have a fun ball that, you know, people can just kind of have at their desk, move around, um, even if it is give to their kids, but then, you know, they always kind of know, oh yeah, that, 
that purple book is definitely from Judith. It keeps you at the, you know, in the back of your head. Okay, um, so, so so Annie, stop. Where do I get yeah. a book stress reliever? <laughs> uh, wait a second. I haven't seen any book stress relievers. <laughs> yeah, so I I actually, before this podcast, wanted to reach out to my promo vendor, and she had recommended it. So I can I can follow up with you and, and you know, find out where to do that. But I thought that was kind of a cool idea. Yeah, I think it's very cool. So is would would you put your cover on it? So you, it's most likely going to be just a one color imprint. So okay. you could so, put your title mm-hmm. on it. You could. But in your, in your font, you know, like if you know that the title is, you know, going to have a certain font, you could still put that on there. Um, mm-hmm. If, you know, if you're going beyond just your one book promotion and it's about, you know, yeah, your, so- your publishing group, you know, you could put that on there as well. All right. So, but you wouldn't do something like, you know, you can take a cover, uh, which is another idea, everyone. Why not have a celebration party? Have your cover, take it to your local bakery. It could be a King Super or whoever it is. And they have an on-site bakery, which most do. And they can actually put your cover on a sheet cake. You do know that, everyone, don't you? Please Mm -hmm. tell me, listeners, you do know that you can do that. Okay. So yes, or cookies. I've done that with cookies, <laughs> by the way. I've done that with cookies. Yep. On that. Um so the I, I'm trying to think. So you wouldn't you wouldn't have that laminate thing go on there like your cover. You just would they would print the title or could they do that? I wonder. Yeah, I mean I would have to, you know, talk with them a little bit more just because if your cover is um, full of colors. I, I'm not sure that they're capable. I think it's usually just a one or two color print. Um, but like I said, I mean, just to have your title and if it's on the book, you still get, you know, the essence of the style from the font of your book cover. Um, so yeah, I mean, and if there's a website or something on there, you know, to, to direct people to it, you know, people that are intrigued can definitely follow up with that too. Uh, I think it's just, I think it's very cool. <laughs> I love the idea. So I can hardly wait to see what it looks like. You know, I mean, you said, yeah. does it have ledges? Is it just flat? I mean, what is it? So, um, and since I'm so visual, I have to show me, show me, show me. But I think that all of you, when you're thinking of these things that, you know, a lot of times promo people that you're working with can, um, actually get a sample for you that you can actually feel through them on that. So. I would suggest, but I think this is a great idea. All right. What else is on your bag of tricks? Love that. <laughs> sure. Um, you'll have to stop me because I have a long list of tricks. <laughs> uh, um, I will, sh- I will so, shut up. Keep going. <laughs> no, this is fun. So um, one thing um, that I thought was kind of cool is luggage tags. And um, especially with, you know, travel currently, it's it's an interesting Topic, but if we go back to, um, you know, just how much people travel and especially if you are speaking, um, I know that my family is always running low on luggage tags and we borrow from other, um, from other people's suitcases. Yep. Yeah, we do. Um, We do. Yep. So, I mean, if you, that's where you, you know, you could have your book cover on it and somebody can use it. And again, it just becomes this. They start seeing it because then they're like, oh, that's my bag. But they actually are thinking about your your book and your brand as well. Um, 
Especially, I will add on to this, sorry about that, that especially if you're a speaker, if you're out speaking, having that rolling around and other people see that, or, uh, and I even, when I, you know, get ready to leave an event, sometimes, because you have to check out of your room by 10 o'clock, let's say, and maybe you're speaking in the morning, or, or in the afternoon, it doesn't matter, but you have to be out, but you have your luggage with you, um, a little bag, your roller bag, people will see that. People will see yep. that, and it's a way to advertise for your services. Great idea. Yep. Yep. And even when you go to book signings, you know, if if yeah. you're feeling around anything, you know, people see it, and um, it's just another place to have that visual uh, reference, and and uh, you recognize it for sure. Yeah. And, and you know, I, I think that it's important to add on. All this stuff costs money, by the way, to produce. Some stuff oh, yeah. is more expensive than other things. So it, it may be that you're not going to want to walk into a crowd for a, with a hundred people and want to give out, you know, something that costs five or six dollars a piece. But what you can do is offer it as a prize. You could do it yep. as a giveaway and maybe give out a couple of them. And then people see that and they want it. How do I get that? How much does that cost me? That's how I started yep. selling bookmarks. I, you know, Annie, I stopped calling them bookmarks. I called them tools. I always pulled elements that would enhance what they're doing. It would be teaching something. And I, I started selling bookmarks for $5. Worked. Yep. Yep. Yeah. And I think when somebody has, has found value to, you know, any piece of, um, be it your bookmark, be it your book, when you when you show that there is value to that, people want it. And the key is is showing that there's value because um, people want to feel good about the money that they're spending. And um, so mm-hmm. I agree. I think that can it is a tool. These are all tools. And the whole idea is your brand recognition, um, you know, for the type of person that you want to keep thinking about you and your book. Always, um, always, always, yeah. always. This is what this is what branding's about. This is this. All right. I love you. What I'm hearing. What else do you have? We have about two minutes before we have another break. Yikes. <laughs> okay, I'll make I'll make this one quick. So this is a pen with a recording memo on it. Ooh. And I know. <laughs> Ooh. <kind> of cool. <laughs> so um, I believe, and I I'm not sure if. You know, you as a person would record it beforehand that somebody could listen to or somebody can just use it to remind them. But, I mean, not only is it just kind of a fun idea, but um, it's a really fun, creative way of, you know, if you can put your voice on there first, that could be kind of fun. If you want people to just have the ability to play with it, that sounds cool, too. But, again, it's it's the that somebody's going to interact and want to keep it. I think that's you know, that sounds pretty fun. I would want to play with it. <laughs> and I forget everything. So that sounds really cool to have somebody remind me. <laughs> oh, no, so I'm, I'm just at, I'm curious, Annie, how long would this read? This is something that they're recording as they write. It has a memory to it. Tell me about this pen. So this is where I should have done a little bit more. Research, okay. But I believe. All right. Yeah. <laughs> I know. I believe you can, you know, record a message like you click on it and you record a message and it's probably short. It's not like, you know, you're going to have a 10 minute memo on there, but you could, you know, just have a fun, you know, little thing on there. All right. So a recording pan, we're going to take our next break here now, but this is something where you, you could record just a quick note to yourself. Maybe, I mean, how many people have had a really a thing, a, a super amazing idea drop in and then it went, We'll be right back. (laughs) 
This is your guide to book publishing. Everything you want to know but didn't know what to ask. With your host, Dr. Judith Bryles. And we'll be right back with more great information right after these. The book shepherding concept is simple. The publishing world is changing, and so must you. You need an experienced shepherd and guide to collaborate with you as you create, strategize, develop, publish, and achieve your publishing goals. Publishing is riddled with obstacles, sometimes nightmares for the author. You do not need more problems. You want solutions. Dr. Judith Riles will shepherd you through the maze and chaos. At times, she has had to step in and rescue a book, a book that has been sabotaged by a publisher, by a publishing service provider, and sometimes even by the author. If you want author and book success, connect with her today at thebookshepherd.com. Welcome back to your guide to book publishing. Everything you want to know but didn't know what to ask. If you want to write and publish a book, if you want to be successful as an author, your guide to book publishing, everything you want to know but didn't know what to ask, is for you. Stay tuned and you'll hear about statistics, scenarios, and strategies on what to do now to get you published. So let's get back to the show. And here again is your host, Dr. Judith Bryles. With me is Annie Harmon, and she is the uh, the chief creative officer, founder of HarmonyD.com. We've been talking about from the branding, carrying into promo-related stuff. So we have kissed on, you know, the traditional bookmarks, but how to do them with a twist. Um, the the stress relievers, which I am all over. I want to see those with books on them. Uh, luggage tags, which I think are a good idea and, and moving it around. And then as we just went into the that, uh, just before our uh, final break there, she was talking about a pen, a recording pen, where actually, you know, this is not, this is for like you or the owner that when you all of a sudden you have just a really brilliant idea and you could just hold a pen up and just say it into it. And it's, it's not, you know, we're not recording a chapter, people, but just quick ideas, note takings. Um, you know, it'd be equivalent like do it going into your note on your phone and doing something there, but you've got a pen, just say it. Or maybe you're in a conference and you hear it and you're taking notes and you hear it and you can just say it to keep it going. Um, so that's an idea. So we're talking about gizmos and gadgets really to continue your brand going long after you're gone, which I kind of like. Um, so, Annie, you had a few more that you wanted to share. Yeah. So one that um, I thought was pretty cool, um, one of the things when we're talking about your brand and how to expand on that. Um, if there are authors that have specific books with regards to animals, um, or in this case, specifically dogs, I found this really cool, um, it's a to-go travel pet bowl. So, um, it, it hooks into like a keychain. So you, it's so small, you can actually put it on like a, a dog's leash. And then if you're going for a walk and you want to be able to put out the, the, water for your dog, 
you know, it's attached right there. You don't even have to carry it. Um, and what I like about it is that it's not only innovative, but it's very usable. And when you have a connection that is specific to your book, so if your topic is really about animals and then you're giving a useful tool about it, I just, I think it's such a good correlation with your brand. So it's not just, you know, any promo item, it's specific to enhance what your topic is. Um, so mm-hmm. I thought that one was kind of cool. Mm-hmm. Well, no, I think that is a cool idea. I don't know what the cost of that is, but those are those are kind of, of goodies, even thank yous that I would use with people um, on that when I was, you know, really on the road um, in, the, in the speaking circuit. I always sent a thank you basket and I had unique things from Colorado. Like I, I there was they no longer in business here, but there was a chocolate factory that actually did a chocolate box that had the Rocky Mountains on top of the box. It was very cool. Mm-hmm. All mm-hmm. in chocolate. All in chocolate. Sounds, and then, so, sounds good. And then, <laughs> yeah. And, and then I, and then I had a mug with actually my name on it and a couple of my, my signature and a couple of my book covers on it. And I had a wristwatch and I got their logos and I put their logo, um, in the wristwatch that I sent to them. I mean, it was a, it was not a cheap thank you basket that I sent. Um, Mm -hmm. and then, you know, a few other things, but there are things that you can do. And here's what I'm, you know, what I'm hearing Annie say, these are little gizmos and gadgets. They're going to be, they're going to be priced differently depending upon what it is. But I think, I mean, who, so many people have pets, dogs that they walk. Why, why not have something like that? Did you see any pricing on that, Annie, when you were looking at it? Um, I didn't, it was, is listed in a couple ways. One of the the top gifts for this year. And, um, you know, with all of these things, there's different price levels. And so sometimes you get what you pay for, but, you know, when it comes to something that if it's with almost all of these, you can order a sample first and usually it's, you just pay shipping or it's very inexpensive and to really mm-hmm. just look at it. And again, make sure that the quality speaks to your brand. So if you find that the, le- the less expensive quality is just fine and it's Still, it is a really nice kind of value add to a package that you're putting together, a thank you gift, whatever it may be. Um, Just make sure it aligns with your brand because in the big picture, the intention of this is to not just think, okay, I'm going to give freebies out to everybody. Be really intentional about it, that it's serving a purpose to market your brand to the people that it's going to entice. And so... You know, giving them to everybody you know is nice if they'll use them. Sometimes what that does is it opens up conversations and people may say, oh, what is that again? And, and you just, there's conversations and you get referrals to your book or, um, your, your, uh, speaking topics that you may have not had otherwise. And I think with all of this, it's opening the conversation and creating the consistency with these items, not just giving them out because you think that that's that's marketing. I mean, your intention is to keep them around so that those conversations and that recognitions keep coming back for people. Mm-hmm. And, and and it could just be maybe you do like, you know, if I did the dog bowl, it would be <coughs> purple, but mm-hmm. <laughs> or, mm-hmm. or lime exactly. green. Yeah. Or lime green. Um, but it could just say, it could just say compliments of the book shepherd. You know, it, it could be mm-hmm. that simple with have, having everything else over. Yep. 
And, you know, one of the thing, the thing with some of these items too, um, and when you're, you're marketing yourself, um, with anything that you're going to give to people, be it gifts, is we talked about it being reusable and convenient. But I also think, um, being eco-friendly right now is just very, very relevant for people. And so the more you think about, um, when they're going to be using these items that they're making a positive impact on the environment. So if your book topic is specific about um, something to do with um, gardening or um, mm-hmm. the how, how our climate is shifting or changing, and to really think about, okay, if I'm then providing somebody with something like a reusable um, straw or a tote bag or a really nice um, drinkware, be it like a water bottle or something, um, I'm speaking my message and I'm delivering on it. So um, I always think, again, to make it make it specific to your topic or at least bring in your message somehow. And like you said, for you, it could be that color recognition um, mm-hmm. if you can't get as specific as a topic. But just, you know, instead of just saying, okay, I'm going to get um, – T-shirts for everybody. Well, if, if T-shirts aren't relevant to the type of person that's going to be attracted to it, you know, don't spend your money unless it's actually serving a purpose kind of thing. Uh, but you could sell them. I, I had a very successful totally. T-shirt. Okay, so I had a very successful T-shirt, and it, it said on it, it said, beware, I'm a nurse of confidence, all right? And it was, I, the, I sold, my cost was maybe three bucks and I sold them for $15. And I had multiple sizes and we, we carried them. They were part of our product. People just wanted them. I mean, I had entire departments of nurses buy them and it just like, watch out people. Awesome. We have, we have an attitude here and, and they were <laughs> purple. <laughs> no surprise. No surprise. <laughs> All right, you mentioned, um, you know, we were, when we were chatting, you had some other things that I thought were a good idea. You mentioned straws. Talk about straws. Yeah. So there's, um, I don't know if you've heard, but plastic straws are yep. uh, wreaking havoc in oceans and with turtles oh, and wildlife. Yes. Yeah. And um, so, and it's, it's definitely an ongoing conversation with my family when my daughter asked for a straw and I, I said, hun, we don't, we can use our re- reusable ones. She is like, yep. I know the turtles. <laughs> <It's> like, <laughs> exactly. So um, <laughs> they make um, like a reusable metal straw that it usually comes with a, like a little pipe cleaner that'll help you clean it. Um, and you can get your, it's usually either screened or engraved um, your, it, it can do a logo. It's a small space, but that to me is a very reusable item. Um, and they come in, you know, different packs. There's like packs of three. They have them where they're tilted and bent versus just straight up and down. Um, but that we were, you know, we have now a container of straws that are all reusable and, um, you know, it's not like I couldn't use another one because we actually use those all the time. And to think that somebody's contributing to that, um, that to me is a great, a great reusable and eco-friendly gift for sure. Okay. So I need to, I, I have never put a metal thing in my mouth, a reusable mm-hmm. for a straw. What is that like? You know, 
I use, yeah, I use it all the time and I love it. Um, you okay. do not want to use it for hot, hot beverages. Um, but no. I don't normally use straws <laughs> for hot beverages. <laughs> um, but you know, I honestly don't mind it. I actually like it better than some of the paper straws that you can buy that are either compostable. So that to me, I actually don't mind it at all. So maybe you get a couple of those. So, you know, that's the thing. Okay. So we have, we have maybe a a couple of minutes left here. Let's, let's, what else do you have on your laundry list? Like two minutes. Sure. So um, I'll just list a couple that can kind of be grouped together, but Uh uh, flash drives or um, power banks, anything with kind of a technology uh, feel that again, people, especially for traveling can throw in their, their suitcases doesn't take up a lot of room, but is very useful. Um, any sorts of personalized notebooks. So um, not only paper notebooks, there are some digital um, screens that you can write a message. It'll save it until you clear it. And, um, you know, it's, it's just kind of thinking out of the box of just um, what what would be a fun, useful tool there. Um, I had mentioned kind of the tote bags and the drinkware. This is kind of a a fun one. I know we're short on time, but one thing that I am a huge sock lover. Me too. um, I love socks. (laughs) Yep. This is a more expensive gift. It could also be something that it's more of a product that you sell in conjunction with your book or your brand. Um, but there are some really cool ways to make custom socks. And um, a lot of them are unisex and, you know, they'll, they can be, you know, a picture of your book. They can be um, a picture of your face. <laughs> they can be, um, you know, your character. So if you do some sort of children's book and you mm-hmm. wanted to put those characters on there, I mean, it just brings it to life. And so I love um, that again, idea for kids. I love yeah, that idea for kids' socks. Um, yeah, and they're doing more that. expensive. All right. They're more expensive, but yeah. <laughs> okay, we are out of time. So it's Annie Harmon's with us. You can find Annie at HarmonyD.com. But you can see that she has got all kinds of ideas. And when you're working with someone that's creativity is what you need, you need someone who has these kind of ideas. We'll be right back. Thank you so much, Annie, for being with us. You're welcome. All right, everyone, happy writing. Uh, be safe. We'll be with you next week. Thank you for being a part of your guide to book publishing. Everything you want to know but didn't know what to ask. With your host, Dr. Judith Bryles.